This week on the Faculty Factory Podcast, in honor of the upcoming Mother's Day holiday, we are replaying a very special episode that originally aired on July 22nd, 2022. It's called Perseverance in the Art of Experiencing Joy with Dr. Priya Umapathy, and this podcast has an underlying message of love and gratitude for mom. And we thought it was the perfect episode for this upcoming Mother's Day weekend. For those that are celebrating it, happy Mother's Day and enjoy this interview with Dr. Priya Umapathy. Hello, everybody. You're on the Faculty Factory podcast, and I'm Kim Skorupski here at Hopkins, and I'm looking at our beautiful Dr. Priya Umapathy. Priya, good morning. Good morning, Kim. You are so kind. Oh, and you, you must have very blurry, blurry vision over here, but that's a very high compliment. No. <laughs> hey, everybody. Dr. Priya is on our advisory board for junior faculty here at the School of Medicine in Johns Hopkins. And I asked Dr. Uma Poppy to come on the episode today, the podcast, to share her some lessons learned over the past couple of years with this pandemic and her leadership journey. And we've just been kind of talking before I pressed record about all the the common themes that we all struggle with. But I, I think she has a wonderful lesson to share with us. And it has some metaphors around tapestries and cups. And so why don't you just, first of all, Priya, tell everyone your role here in cardiology, what you do here at Hopkins. Sounds good. Thank you, Kim. Uh, now that the expectation in the bar is set super high, I will <laughs> try to achieve it. I'm Priya. I'm one of the um, assistant professors in the Department of Medicine here, and I am also a cardiologist. So I'm sort of the multi-headed, tiny hydra in the division. So I wear a couple of hats. I'm one of the advanced heart failure and cardiac transplant faculty, um, and I take uh, care of patients who are pretty sick who might need a heart pump or a heart transplant. And I also um, have the privilege of being a scientist and a basic scientist. So I get to do amazing things with animal models and try to better understand on a basic level how to solve heart failure. And with that lofty goal, one transgenic mouse at a time, I hope to to kind of further our knowledge about things. And so the other things that I do is um, I mentor or I try my best to mentor uh, peers around me, as well as um, our students in our lab, um, as well as our residents and fellows. And I'm part of the JRAC. And I'm hoping here to to go ahead and champion the cause of the junior faculty, many and myriad as they may be, uh, to the best of my abilities um, in a really awesome environment. So that's me. Wow. So as you can tell, podcast audience, just your usual underperforming, tiny, <laughs> tiny hydra-headed, transgenic, mouse, basic scientist, scientist, cardiologist, transplants are just the usual, run-of-the-mill, serving on advisory committees. You know, Priya, talk to me about how you experience joy and how do you persevere doing all your hydra hats um, and wearing all of them and, and balancing them so nimbly. How are you managing this and how are you getting your energy? What, as you put so earlier, you know, what, what brings you joy? That is a, oh, that's a great question. And, you know, I am a big metaphor person if nobody could figure that out by now. So how does this tiny-headed hydra, multi-headed person do things? So we're going to talk about cups and tapestries because this was my, you know, shower thought du jour for the pandemic and beyond. 
is, you know, energy is one of those self-renewal things, right? And the question comes, you know, how do you fill your cup? So when I think about my energy and my joie de vivre and uh, how do I function on a day-to-day basis, I think to myself, you know, I have all of these things that I care about and it uses so much energy and so much bandwidth. And sometimes at the end of the day or the end of the week, I feel so deplete. And, uh, and I ask myself, how much, how can I give any more? I already, I always feel like I'm, I'm not succeeding and I'm not doing a good job. And then I realize that I end up having to fill my own cup and where does that energy come from? It really comes from the energies around me. So I am so blessed and I have been blessed my whole life with amazing people in my life. Uh, And those people come in all shapes and forms and names. um, And they come in the form of family. So I have the great good fortune of being very close to my my mother, who's the wisest 75-year-old. And as we all know, mothers are the wisest of the world. So um, I live with my I live with my mom, and um, she has pretty severe rheumatoid arthritis, and is is pretty functionally limited. But you know, she is radiant like the sun, and tells me every day, you know, how good of a job I'm doing just because I try, and she fills my cup. And then, you know, I walk into work, and I have mentorship um, in every levels from my from my lab director, who's also been my clinical and my research mentor. Um, I have blasts from the past, you know, that old friend that I've known for 21 years since college, who every now and then with her three children will send me a text, and she'll be like, you're doing an amazing job. Thank you so much for serving in the hospital. And I'm just like, thank you so much for being alive and thinking of me and sending me this text message out of the blue, right? So my my cop filleth over because of every interaction I have with these people who care for me and they make it known that they care for me. And that really, I think, is where a lot of my energy is derived from. And then I, the other part of my energy is can I get energy from other sources like the sun? So, <laughs> you know, taking care of yourself, taking some time to go running uh, is one of my favorite passions. One of my previous mentors, my current mentor, um, Dr. Whitstein, who's one of my faculty mentors here um, and is one of the advanced heart failure faculty, gave me a, a cup that said, you know, it's time to go around, but I'd rather go hiking because I really love the sun and the energy that I get from being outside. And that's a huge amount of my self-renewal. So I really think, you know, these are just some examples of, you know, how to renew energy in my case. And I'm pretty sure, you know, when I share the story, people, if they take a pause or a minute to think about the world around them, even if it is your nursing staff, if it's the, the graduate student who's working in your lab, your division director, your section chief, your brother, your boyfriend, your dog, you know, and you just take a moment to see how much love there is for you, how valued you are as a person. And then to understand at the very basis of that is love for yourself, to care for yourself and to understand that you are loved and valued and that you must feel that for yourself. And sometimes we just need a little extra external validation, you know, uh, everybody needs that. And to keep, to be mindful of that, that sometimes you may need to hear it in a different way, reach out because somebody will reach back out and touch you. I promise. Priya. Well, 
On behalf of the Factory to Factory <laughs> podcast global audience, I would like you to send a text message to your 75-year-old mother, who is the radiant son of your, in the house, as well as like going outside with the real son, send a text message to that beautiful mother on our behalf, thanking her for bringing you into the world. You're so kind. Continuing to support you and raising and loving such a wonderful human being who clearly takes that mom's radiant son outside when you're in the the big yellow globe in this in the sky when you're running and then you take it into the Hopkins buildings into the surgery and <laughs> the lab so I love your mom good oh thank you Kim and she she loves you too she's got a very big heart for the whole world so if anybody needs a hug feel free to drop by my house and social distance. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I just love this for you. You know, I'm thinking back of all the episodes. Now we're year four of the podcast and nobody has really so directly acknowledged gratitude for mom, just mom. And so I think this is so beautiful. Oh, you're very reminded us of just the simple things in life that we are loved. And when we have, can pause a moment and remember all the people who love us and who have been with us, who maybe have gone on, right? But they've been a part of our lives, and they're they're with us in spirit, in in reality, in your friend from decades long ago who you yeah. pop into their head and you reach out. Uh, that is just such a great reminder of why we're here, and I love your gratitude. Oh, no, it's I mean, I I'm so grateful for everything that I have. And I will tell people, especially through this pandemic, I I love this thing that my mom says. She says, love yourself, forgive yourself for whatever you think you didn't do a good enough job. Any whatever happened, forgive yourself, love yourself. We are only we are the hardest on ourselves. Mm. So and I promise you that everybody's mother who is listening to this podcast would wish the same thing upon them, especially in the in the times that we live in that are so traumatic and so anxiety provoking. Please keep it. Uh, keep this in mind. Love yourself. Forgive yourself. And, uh, you know, if you need to, to reach out, reach out, because I promise somebody will reach back out and give you a hug. Oh, what really. a- Beautiful, beautiful message from a beautiful woman raised by a beautiful mom. <laughs> this is such an important message. Dr. Priya Umapathy, you are wonderful. Thank you for this really soulful, heartfelt reminder to us. I love it. And, th- and I really, really appreciate you. So I'm grateful for you. Thank you. You are so, and I'm grateful for you, Kim, and for all of those out there listening. Keep the faith and be kind to yourselves and to the, the world around you. It's what the world needs most. Thank you. Wow. Just what we needed. Till the next time on the Faculty Factory Podcast. Come on back next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Faculty Factory Podcast. The mission of the Faculty Factory is to build and support a community of leaders in faculty development who share tools, resources, wisdom, and encouragement in service to our faculty members, schools, and institutions. We encourage you to go to facultyfactory.org to find out more, get in touch with me, ask me any questions. Maybe you want to be interviewed on the podcast. Thanks for tuning in to Faculty Factory Podcast. We'll see you next time.
The Faculty Factory podcast and website is sponsored by the Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine Office of Faculty. For more information, visit facultyfactory.org.